This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast for episode... 93, Game Week 5. I'm joined by my co-host, Steve. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Yes, and obviously a key Game Week uh, this week, a uh, Game Week that Australians and others often forget because it is midweek. Of course, if you only change your team on a Friday, then you will miss out. Emails and tweets. Yes, Sam, that's right. We've had some messages on the all-new WhatsApp channel uh, asking for your detailed analysis on what went wrong on my wildcard last week. Sam, take it away. Requested by Mark Burrows and Sam Owen. Yes, I'm just searching for a team. I have to scroll quite far down. Very poor week of only 41 points. I think his biggest mistake was getting rid of Harland for some reason, the best player in the league at the moment, who then scored a hat-trick and he made some other bold moves such as he has no Liverpool defenders when they won 9-0 and he's brought in Rashford, Harrison, De Bruyne. It's a team for the rest of the season and and I think we're going to be able to see as early as game week five just... How good some of these Another huge are. mistake is why was Mitrovic benched instead of Matthias Jensen? Well, Jensen uh, hit the bar, I think. But uh, he didn't score. He was very, very close to uh, getting 15 points. Now, I've got a page up here, gamechange.co.uk. We'll put the link in the uh, messages. But uh, apparently, if I had made no changes, my score would currently be 252, uh, which would, is only 38 off Ollie Dowd's lead, so uh, a lesson there, uh, and that was that would have been captaining Salah all season. So Sam, uh, you're not going to tempted to do your wild card. I am not. My no. team is not in as bad a shape as yours. Okay, thank you, Sam. Manager of the week now, Sam. Um, I think just because it was uh, generally a low-scoring week, we'll talk about the top five. Ollie Gunner, uh, eighty-one, as did uh, Helen Jerome. Uh, Captain Harland, Jack Ellicott, also Captain Harland for 82. Neil Doughty, also Captain Harland for 87, but a bench boost. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Sang, our first 100-point game week award goes to Mr. Tom Kershaw uh, from Haggerston FC. What a cracking team this is. We'll have a quick look at it, Sam, if you would. There it is there. He has Dallow, 11, Van Dyke, 12. Captain Harlan for 34. And even though his midfield didn't really turn up, uh, a lot of points from defence. You had Dallow, didn't you, Sam? Have you still got him? I got rid of Dallow for Saliba, which I don't regret. Mistake of the week. Not a mistake, since Saliba got an assist. Mistake of the week. Mistake of the week is quite an obvious one this week, but it is Steve's wildcard and... Mainly the fact that he got rid of Harland, who then proceeded to score a hat-trick. I think the second runner-up place for my colleague here, Samo, for ditching Dallow it's just not. before his game-week high of 11 points. I would rather have Saliba than Dallow. 
League Table. Always painful to look at the league table this early in the season. Uh, and again, to keep it short, I mean, Sam, I can see that you're not even in the top 10 here, but uh, we'll just do top five. Neil Darty, uh, 267, he's up. Uh, Evan Matthews, unchanged, 272. Cameron Taylor, 274, back to form this year for Cameron. Uh, Los Newbold, uh, 278. And he's just 12 off uh, our leader who's starting to struggle the early season pace. We're going to take a toll. 290 for Oli Gonna. So have a quick look at Oli Gonna's team. Uh, you see problems, I know. Which ones do you see? Yes, for some reason he's starting Granite Xhaka, who isn't an ideal FBO player. But he, did, he does have Perisic, who has done well recently. What's interesting is uh, he's replaced Plange. I see, uh, the controversial pick with the uh, 1980s and 90s uh, R&B singer Lisa Stansfield is now his 15th player and a big one point. Uh, Only three players contributed to his side uh, in this game week. Quite extraordinary, extraordinary. Uh, Still to be leading. Talking points. Um, I believe you have some talking points for us. Do you see a way of fitting Haaland, Kane and Salah all into one team? I have a policy this season. I I advise all lovers of uh, attacking um, 21st century football to stick to it. And that is not to have a single Spurs player. And on the subject of Kane, uh, he looked... uh, I know he went down a few times yesterday clutching his ankle. If... And you know that Conte's record, whenever he has two games a week, has always been terrible. Uh, Spurs are about to start six games in three weeks with the return of the Champions League. And I think there is trouble ahead. But I know you are one of these closet lily whites. So go on, tell us how Spurs are going to win everything. Samuel? Second talking point. Do you think... The double Leicester keeper experiment has failed. Yeah, I abandoned that as my wild card, and I think uh, you obviously picked out a lot of things that went wrong in my wild card. But the uh, bringing in Sanchez and Meslier, I think, is absolute genius, a work of genius. I think two four point five keepers is a big waste. Another point is all these captain options. These options now with Jesus, Harland, Salah. Is it time to start? No longer captaining Salah every single game week. Yeah, it's, you've got an option there, but I, you've seen the uh, game change doesn't lie. If you'd kept Salah captaining all season, you would have. I would have had two hundred fifty-two points. But so. if you if you'd captained Haaland all season, you'd also you have more points. Mm, no, because I didn't start by captaining Haaland, so game change cannot calculate what it would have happened had I started with Haaland. The whole point of the uh, algorithm is that it takes the team you started with and assumes you make no changes. Maybe you should have started by captaining Haaland then. Thank you. Any more talking points, Samuel? I'm just having a look at the fixtures this week. City, Forest. Well, that's surely in the fixtures section of the podcast. Hey. That's it. Game week preview.
You were keen to talk about the fixtures, Sam, so let's do that right now, and we can tell you that the first fixture is going to be uh, Crystal Palace Brentford. And it's on all these games. Are they on Amazon, Sam, or are they BT? They're all BT this week. BT, BT. So, what does that mean in terms of the delay? Because obviously, when they're on Amazon, you get the result and the goals on the dark web about four minutes ahead of uh, everyone else. Did I do a little project actually for the BBC a few years ago where we used the dark web data sources to uh, try and get the scores. As quick as you get them on your uh, Discord sofa score, sofa score, but uh, we've blocked apparently because BBC is not allowed to use what's called grey data. Palace Brentford, how did you see that going? Well, Brentford disappointed me. Uh, Obviously, the wild card was based on Tony sticking a hat trick in every home game. So uh, I think it's a bit naive to base your whole wild card on Brentford. uh, So uh, hopefully, Brentford do them. I predict 1-0 Palace. Then we have Fulham-Brighton. Well, Brighton, uh, a lot of people going on about how great Spurs have started the season. Uh, Brighton, even better, and spending a lot less money. Uh, I think that could be a big 0-0 draw. Mitrovic has started firing again for Fulham, so I can see him scoring, by do agree with a draw, 1-1. And then Southampton-Chelsea. Chelsea... Well, under pressure, but they came back to beat Leicester. Well, they didn't come back, but they came back from a disadvantage. By I mean, see all these players they're linked with. Um, I don't know. I think maybe a draw this one. I think Southampton will shock Chelsea here two one. Then we have Leeds Everton. Uh, I have written Leeds down as a home team this season. Going to struggle away, but at home, decent. So go for. A 3 0 Leeds win. I think a comfortable 2 0 Leeds win. Then Wednesday games, Arsenal, Aston Villa. Well, could Gerard it be Gerard's last game? Under huge pressure at the moment. Uh, I hear that he has done what a lot of managers do when they're in trouble. He's rung the former Watford defender, Craig Dawson, and he said, Come and join us. Or is he going to Everton? Have I got that? Uh, I think it's I- Villa. Yeah, Villa have less defenders than Everton. I think Arsenal win this 4-0. Then Bournemouth, Wolves. Uh, I think a Wolves win. Bournemouth may be getting battered 9-0, but at least Scott Parker has a huge selection of cardigans to wear. So I think Wolves will win this. Wolves have not started well at all. They, they can't score at the moment. I think they probably will... Barely, so 1-0, no, 1-1, my prediction. City Forest? Yeah, this is going to be a incredibly tough game, Forest. They did look quite good against Tottenham, but lacking the clinical edge. I just thought he was a bit negative. He should have played more of his uh, new signings, and uh, I think the Spurs were there for the beating, and it's disappointed from Forest. 2-0 City for me, then... West Ham Spurs well I'm going to stick with my prediction that Spurs cannot cope with two games in a week because his training methods uh, just tire them out so I'm going for a West Ham win I'll go for a draw here 1-1 and then Liverpool versus another really good informed team at the moment Newcastle yeah and uh, this is going to be a better test of, of uh, Liverpool's defence because obviously 
the risk was dropping all the Liverpool defenders that you know they got a clean sheet against Bournemouth, which they did. But hopefully, we see a Newcastle goal in this one. Yeah, um, I think Liverpool win this, but very close, so one nil. Then we have the final game on Thursday: Leicester versus. Derek Ten Hag's United question is will Anthony be available yeah and apparently a very quick player uh, yeah horrible feeling that Rashford will get dropped to uh, make way for Anthony but um, I wouldn't be surprised if United do win this which I rarely predict United to win all many games but 2-1 United for me big one Matthew Sam, you've had a look at the fixtures and you know the one player who you say is going to be going for a big one, Matthew. Yes, I think it depends if he's back from injury, but I do think Zaha against Brentford will score for you. I thought he's on his way. He'll probably get arrested, isn't he? He's off to Chelsea. Well, I can't really do a backup. Controversial pick there from Samuel this week. My team, your team. So time for my team, your team, Sam. Tell us uh, the changes that you have made. And uh, you do need to make changes. I'm considering just the one change, which is to change out one of my two Leicester keepers and bring in Davinson. No, that's the Tottenham guy. Um, You're going to put a defender in goal. A defender in goal. A bold? <laughs> the writing keeper, Sanchez. Because I think the double Leicester defence has failed. Yes, it's failed. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, there's two changes slightly reactive. I don't like doing this, but um, you have to hold your hands up. We didn't see enough of this from the last government, but uh, when you make a mistake, you hold your hands up and you row back. So Tony is left and Haaland's back in. And to make the money up, Salah has been dropped and Luis Diaz is in. Unfortunately, it seems you're slowly losing your mind this season. But it still means I've got the big ones. De Bruyne, Harrison and Mitrovic. Uh, so, as long as... I mean, it's all going to be on those. And plus Rashford. Maybe Rashford's hat-trick at Leicester also puts us back in the frame. But we're looking for one of these players to go big this game week. Last it is the last chance for the Golden Gamble, the captain, Sam, and who are you going for this game week? I think there's only really one choice after his convincing hat-trick versus, who was it against? Palace, and it's Erling Haaland. Right, well, we're going to do ours live right now. We are putting Big Kev De Bruyne as our armband king, armband king. Now, I'm a little bit worried about Kev because he came off, didn't he, early in the Palace game, well, I think two minutes ago, uh, and then he flew straight to Belgium to uh, have a word with the Grand Prix winner. So maybe he's tired. Maybe he was told that he's got the Forest game off. If he's very tired, I'm not sure why he's fl- flying to Belgium. Yeah. I think yeah. he just came off early. Let's see. Well, the referee has indeed indicated a minimum of three minutes time allowed, Sam. So, uh, any thoughts ahead of the crucial game week six? Was it five? 
Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if any managers are caught out by... Is it the, five? Game week five, yes. Game week five. By the mid-game week since... Six, <laughs> six o'clock deadline. Some managers, like Evan Weeks, might yeah. possibly be... And I think... There's still quite... There's still a meta of players that everyone seems to own. wonder when that will be shaken up. Well, is it the last week for Cancelo? Because... Uh, Hasn't done a lot, and they keep letting goals in. That is true, Cancelo. You could move him on, but I think getting rid of Trent Arnold was a mistake, since he's still going to set up some and score goals as he did in Bournemouth. Well, all that we can wish you is, particularly if you're in the top twenty positions in the league, you have an horrendous game week, scoring no points, and the team currently in twenty-first enjoys. De Bruyne. And the team in 13th. Going mad. Until uh, next time, all the best and goodbye. Good luck. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points. <laughs>